Welcome to Off Market, a look at the Perth property market from the people who are working in the trenches. Join me, Shane Beaumont, Ross Hunter, and a special guest each fortnight as we dissect the latest property news and break down what's really happening in the different pockets of Perth. If you'd rather watch, you can find us on our Facebook page at Crib Creative Perth. Enjoy. off market we are ready for a huge episode today the guys are pumped already we've had some trouble controlling them but you ready to go guys we're already out of the starting fired up. Yes. I know yeah. I know yeah um, before we get too deep into things I, we do want to say congratulations to Shane because since our last episode little Sienna was born she was. yes beautiful little Sienna yes. yes how's it all going Look at my eyes. <laughs> Shane's cranky. So, he's a bit grumpy today. Nappy. We've had the nappy conversation. We've had a lot of conversations. We've had the no time conversation. Mate, 20 more years to go. Right. Just hold it together for 30 we'll minutes try. for us, would we'll you? One, one take. <laughs> um, we are in another beautiful location today. Very, very lucky to be here at the Eclat Sales Suite in West Perth. Eclat will boast 40 residences over nine storeys on Collins Street in West Perth. Built by one of Perth's most in-demand luxury builders, Palazzo, and designed by the award-winning Edward Bollig of Bollig Design Group, Eclat is set to be a stunning piece of modern architecture. In addition, the team at Motor Interiors will personally work with each buyer to create their perfect home. If this incredible project has piqued your interest, please get in touch with the team from IQRWA to register your interest or come on down to Collins Street and check out the beautiful display suite. So the crib team have been really lucky to work on the marketing for for this uh, project from start to finish. It really is pretty incredible. Yeah. Um, so come on down, guys, to West Perth if you are interested in having a look. We're going to go straight into it. It's amazing builders, but it's not just the project. Like yeah. typical apartment, people like that building of Palazzo, is it? Palazzo. Palazzo. Pretty amazing. And also, as I was saying early on when I was talking to Alana, who's the boss mm. um, behind the camera, <laughs> just you know, how in West Perth mm. and... Yeah, our guest today, none other than the, the preeminent West Perth yeah. person in the world, Thank you, yeah. Mr. Richard Self. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he will um, attest to this. Is it's fantastic to see not just the parts, but really high quality parts coming to West Perth, mm. which is that renaissance it needs. So it's not. It, it sort of moves away from that whole office mm. sort of um, stereotype yeah, into. Vibe. It is an amazing place to live, Kings Park City, and all so the rest. Close of it. So close to everything. It's always felt like yeah. it was waiting to go. Yeah, it didn't go. So I reckon it will this so time. Hopefully, this is the beginning of yeah. Hold. We're not in a hood highlight. Well, sorry, just we I appreciate it. it. I so does Rich, but we want him on, we're, we're, on stage. We're, we're while you're on stage. He's probably going to debunk everything we've just said. Yeah, I know. He is. I thought we were good, mate. You were good, guys, but we're going right. to hold okay. that for the next right. segment. He Ross. didn't disclose. He's just bought a place around the corner in West Perth. So it's just going to have split pump up. Yeah. <laughs> Give himself a pat on the back. All right, Roscoe kicks off with Under the Hammer. How's the auction market going? Because I feel like this must be the perfect time for budding auction agents to stretch their legs, surely. Jess, it is. It is the, the quintessential auction market of all time. Still frustrates me how not enough people are jumping on board and really embracing what it's all about. And for me, Jess, it's not just about the auction itself. It probably goes beyond that at the moment. It goes into this whole level, and I know we've mentioned it before, but and I'm seeing it more and more, this whole level of transparency mm. because there's a lot of frustrations out there due to, in the market, people missing out. And the one thing, that, and, you know, the agents are making the phone call to say, 
hey, Jess, I'm sorry. Look, unfortunately, you weren't successful. Mm. And there's this, this destruction of hope and aspirations that go with that. The thing with the auction process, and, you know, we've mm. had a, a number of very, very successful auctions in the last few weeks, is, you know, everybody has that opportunity to pay that $1 more. Mm. You know, and, and what drives that home, two auctions last Saturday in particular I was involved with, um, one of them was in City Beach up around that $1.7 million mark. Even at that level, we were down to $500 bids. Mm. Mm. So, you know, it just everybody has the opportunity to, to, to go that one extra. And, you know, nothing's left on the table, but nobody can ever say I wasn't given the opportunity mm. to go that one step more. And I think at the moment that is a really, really important thing. I think auctions are creating that sort of that opportunity mm. for the buyers to you know, to secure the property if they wish, as opposed to um, being that phone call being made to say, I'm sorry, and invariably they say, but Jess, I would have paid more, but they didn't yeah. have the opportunity. Yeah, and yeah. I'm loving yeah. that at the moment. Um, and to me, that's the, the absolute edge of the auction moment is just that transparency and everybody has the equal opportunity to secure the property. And I think it's a really good thing. Mm. I think there's two things on that is for the first time in a long time, I think probably started mid last year, and we did speak about it, telling other buyers, there are other offers. It was the, even in the doldrums of the market, no one believed it. Yeah. yeah. So they're like, oh, really? I didn't, I thought they just said that. They actually know they're competing now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So to go through that, and we use it all the time, the process, to be that transparent, whatever process it is, is just knowing that owner has given themselves the best opportunity. Because yeah. I'm probably seeing too many properties and hearing from buyers saying, now, Shane, are you going to open that on the weekend? And we're saying, I promise it'll have at least one home open. But I'm still seeing agents saying sold before home open, yeah. which to me, like unless it's some rural property in the middle of nowhere, mm. why would you do that? Yeah. Like as yeah. an owner, how do you hand on heart know you've given yourself the best chance? Yeah. Um, and the second thing is, which I've spoken to a couple of guys you're doing auctions with, do you think that it's time we brought it back to 14 days? Yeah. Because keeping buyers, the anxiety through buyers is through the roof at the oh, moment. So, so clarify that because currently it's tw- it's a 28-day... 21, tw- 21 Traditionally day. what we're doing now, you're on the on the money there, Shane, what we're doing with a lot of guys is we do weekend one, yeah. weekend two, and the auction's on the third yeah. Saturday, if you like, which because is sort of 14 even days. In, we're getting clients at the moment putting in offers, and we had that one in Sterling. Like, Shane, I need to know because I've got my on something else. Not trying to play hardball with the seller. Mm. They're genuinely concerned if they miss out on this one and they're still tied up pending an offer, do they miss out on another one? Mm. Mm. So I think for agents, I'm not an auctioneer, but I think you could almost look at technology to bring that back to 14 days. Oh, you can. And, well, and look, the thing, Shane, is and you go back to that whole 14-day concept. It's, it's If you have the two weekends, like Saturday one, mm. Saturday, Sunday, if you mm. like, Saturday, Sunday, and then you can do the option, say, Wednesday, Thursday night at yeah. 5 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that gives everybody ample time mm. to do what they have to do. And the, the other key which sort of brings that into play is the fact you, to give people, like the buyers, mm. that security that this they're not, the yeah. rug won't be pulled from them is to say, will not be sold prior. Yeah, and that's what they're after. They do, they're do. they getting sick of being going to the uh, – look, we're all guilty of it. Selling on a Friday night, unfortunately, couldn't get there and say, look, mm. it's not happening. Mm-hmm. But to know that they are actually going to have enough time to speak to the bank Speak to their broker, and and they might be the best buyer yeah. of the field. It's not the first buyer, but potentially the best, best buyer. buyer. So whatever process you're choosing, mm. if that's not auction, as long as you're allowing that, I think it's really important. Jess, I you feel thought... the winds of auction blowing all the way to Gosnells. <laughs> I, I feel just them, feel it. I feel them blowing the to the next segment. <laughs> but that was great. Well done. Okay, I'm getting the hard looks here. You better move on. <laughs> 
We do want to stick with kind of this theme today, though, because mm. it is crazy out there. Obviously, we're still seeing all of these headlines um, around tenants and, and buyers saying, you know, tenants are having to get pet CVs now to, mm. in, like, to even get a look in. I went for a walk the other day and in my little neighbourhood of Yokine, in my little hood, and I, there was all these cars on the street mm. and I thought, what the hell is going on here? It was 5 o'clock on a Wednesday afternoon, hundreds of people walking down the street and it was a home open mm. for a rental. Um, so I want to know from you guys, March 30 is coming. Mm. This rental moratorium is ending. Yeah. What is going to happen? Like, can you tell us, predict the future? We're pretty good at predicting. Because oh, it, yeah. it feels I think it's already happened to a degree. Out. Yeah. Um, I think what, probably a bigger issue than that, and Jamie, who we've had on a couple of times I've spoken to, we're not having the release of properties because of this building stimulus last year. People that are building right now, because of building delays, aren't moving out of their home into their new home yet. Until that comes, they're still going to be very, very tight on the rental side of things. If you're moving into state, typically if you're changing jobs, and a lot of people are just moving over, not just mining related, plumbers, plasterers, whatever mm. it may be, to get a loan, you can't typically get one in. You've got to be in job mm. for a, a bit of a time. A so I think until they actually get secured, move over, and they start to get into the market, it's going to be like this for a while. Mm. But I don't think the rental, I don't think it's going to make much difference. Can I? Yeah. I think it's already happened. Yeah, yeah, yes, I agree. I agree. Let me read this. This was an article that came out yesterday in which I wouldn't mind your opinion on this said. one. <laughs> no, it's not, no, it's not. But it says, um, how WA could release the pressure valve and instantly increase properties for rent by 50%. Did you guys say this? Perth's historic low of available rental properties, which mm. I think is at 0.7% at the moment, yeah. could instantly increase by 53% if mm. investors bought and rented 1,600 apartments for sale in some of the city's most attractive mm. suburbs. They're talking about particularly Mount Pleasant, mm. Applecross, East Perth, yeah. um, Cannington, Frio. Yeah. So those apartments are sitting empty and unsold mm. yeah. and the developers won't rent them out because yeah. then they're not, they're not they new. can't mm. sell them mm. as new. Yep. Um, but they're there. Yep. Yeah. 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 Look, it's a tough one because, and, and I'm starting to see these articles again, every time there's a boom or bust in WA, it says poor tenant, my rent went up 50%. We're not back to where they were in 2014. No. The rents, um, prices not. are getting there. Mm. But it's... What they don't say is, what about that person? And we'll use West Perth as an example. Um, and Richard could probably attest to this, even the city agent. You're seeing some penthouses go for, say, 1.4. Uh, they're selling for 800,000. Like, it's, so whilst it's easy to say, oh, the, the greedy landlord and what have you, uh, this situation is they've, a lot of investors have been burnt by the apartment market. Mm. So to simply say, I'll oh, jump in and we'll give you incentives and what have you, NRAS was incentive based. Mm. And ask the people now that are still 100 grand less than what they paid because everything's factored in. Mm. Like it's still going to be good value. Like, mm. uh, And I yeah. think some of these quick schemes, and I think the, the building grants is one, for example, people probably paid more than, well, they did pay more than they yeah. were going to build year before about what their, their bonus was, the yeah. 45 grand. Yeah. So no one's going to get anything for free. No. Are you finding investors are coming back into that apartment market? They are. They're just starting to trickle mm. back. Mm. Whereas, say, last year there might be, say, 20% mm. of my market or the city market. I'd say, and other city agents would probably mm. say the same, it's probably 30 40%. Eastern West states, you're getting a bigger influx? Definitely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, sight, sight unseen or they have yep. family over here that are willing to inspect mm. and purchase. Definitely. I think that's because they haven't been burnt by... So, again, Eastern States Eastern based, States and we spoke to Mark Anderson. Mm. Really good analogy. If you don't have a property, you're going to pay more. You need a home. Mm. The people here have been burnt. They're still not confident just to jump in yet. Mm. I think there's good momentum. Yeah. 
And also again. part of it too, Shane, is that you know, I think in the last, when the market sort of you know, really got some oxygen is, <laughs> good on you, Lana. Uh, I saw that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think as the market got some oxygen is like investors want to buy well mm. and they'll be gazumpted by the emotional, the emotive mm. buyer, those that need homes, they'll, they will they will pain the emotive value, the fear of loss mm. value, and that's sort of the gap between that and the investors is there, and that will start as that gets soaked up. The investors yeah. start to say, "Okay, now it's better." Because what does investors say? It's got to be good value, mm-hmm. and that that will. The numbers need to stack. Yeah, take emotion out of it. Yeah, um, and obviously the interest need rates to stack. Need yeah. to stack. But that so, uh, but that sorry. article was interesting. So if they did provide some stimulus in the established market mm-hmm. for investors, I think they would hop back in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whether it's investors I mean, or do you reckon first home buyers also? First home buyers as well. I think they, that's yeah. important too. The, yeah. the four to five. Because that will free naturally if you can give incentive to buy second hand. It will free up property to be rented. And that's what we had again yeah. last time. Yeah. Um, Once again, it comes back to the stamp duty war horse, doesn't it? You know, it gives mm-hmm. them relief on stamp duty and they'll, mm-hmm. they'll come marching to town. Mm-hmm. Um, very last question for you guys. We've, we kind of touched on this in your segment earlier, Ross, but um, obviously there's a lot of buyers missing out. There's a lot of tenants very, very stressed out at the mm-hmm. moment. We did ask some um, agents around Perth their advice to, to buyers or tenants who are continuing to miss out at the moment. We could sell a property five times over if we had stocks available, um, so it's super, super hot right now. We've seen a massive surge in first home buyers. We've got buyers scratching down our doors wanting to be first on the list to view anything that comes on the market. Really working hard with our buyer database to make sure that they get the heads up alert as soon as a property is listed and matching people correctly. We do tell them that if they have seen a property they really like not to hesitate to too long because sometimes people want to keep looking because they think a better house is going to come on the market. We're giving preferential treatment to upcoming listings. We're letting them know to get to the home opens to make sure they make it, to make sure they're on other agents, uh, on all agents sites to be able to receive alerts and to make sure they have their finance in order and they actually draw a line in the sand as to what they're comfortable to pay. It's just that there's so many buyers and there's such a shortage of stock that even when you approach those people and say, look, I've got someone that will pay you 10 or 15 or 20% more, they know that they're going to be in the same boat when they go out into the marketplace to find something that A, there might not be something and then B, if there is, they're going to have to pay a premium to get in there. What would your one piece of advice be to those to those it's, group it's, of people? It's about preparation. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. you, you've got to be prepared. To, you know, do all your homework, get everything, get all your ducks lined up so you can put your strongest foot forward. Yeah. Um, that's it. If you're going sort of ill prepared and sort of and not ready to be able to make a decision there and then, mm-hmm. you're just on the back foot. Being buying or selling, mm-hmm. and probably the rental market. Whilst we're on that, is a really important thing because the easier you make it. For, uh, looking to rent a property, the mm. easier you make it for that property manager to process your application, mm-hmm. the higher it's going to mm. go in the pile. Is a pet CV a must? I, I agree. Anything and everything. I, I know it was the funny thing that came out the Reva thing. One of our one of our ladies has put out a newsletter. It's it's so true. Just mm. make it easy for the property manager to process your application. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think no different to in that situation, make your offer as attractive as possible. Yeah. But I try and say to first home buyers, some of them missing out on two, three grand. Mm. Like you have, in my opinion, a third chance of getting into the market. 2007, you missed it. 2014, this is the third chance. Anywhere else around the country, you're never getting back in. And we're getting, we're getting buyers mm. from Eastern States buying for their kids who are like 15 going, 
I don't think they'll ever get a home. Mm. So don't get caught up in two or three grand. Pay what you're willing to pay. If someone wants to pay more than you, but that was your threshold, well, walk away knowing you've given it your best shot. But don't put the cheeky offer in at 500,000. When you're willing to pay 520, you will not get that option. I um, spoke to uh, Nick from Deathridge Groves the other day and he said he's saying to buyers, you don't know what you want to pay, but what won't you pay? Mm. What's your top, what, what's mm. your absolute, yeah. what won't you pay? And then let's work mm. backwards from that. We, we, we say, well, it's the same sort of thing. We say to people, what's your walk away figure? Mm. Yeah. What, if you put something on the table, yeah. And are you happy to walk away mm-hmm. for $1 more? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, then you're there. If you found out in 12 months' time, six months' time, what it went for and you would have paid that, well, you've only got yourself to blame. Yeah. But what we sold in November, December, mm. that we thought was monster prices, mm. is good buying now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Remember, quality's, quality's long remembered after price is forgotten, Jess. Just saying. Oh. On that note, once again, <laughs> outro by Ross. You like that? Rich. <laughs> Right, we're on to you, we're on to our hood highlight. Come on there down. There he is, the big Richard South, yes. Thank you. We are in West Perth, is so it makes your sense host sunrise? to have... Are you? Could, Could be. be. Thank you. What? Is there a new host? I don't, I'm confused. I don't, I don't watch Move on. Yeah. 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 I don't know if he's going to play Well, seven. you know, you never know. Oh, she's... Is, oh, okay. Him and Kosh. Natalie Barr. No? No, she's there now. <sighs> okay, anyway. Place to rip. Richard Self, number one agent in West Perth. Tell us, Rich, tell us about the market here in uh, West Perth. We briefly touched on it on it earlier. Thanks, Ross. Thank you. Thanks, Ross. Uh, Have we left anything to, for you to talk about? Compared yes. to kind of six months ago, where's West Perth sitting now? Yeah, so um, right now there's, like all suburbs, less stock. Um, there's definitely more activity. Uh, and like I mentioned before, investors are just starting to come back. So six months ago... We were still like, okay, things are moving, um, carrying, you know, say 25 listings, which would be sort of at my outer limit, for instance, and all of a sudden everything just starts shifting and at reasonable prices or prices higher than what the person paid last time. It was only two or three years mm. ago they purchased. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, it's a changed market for sure, improved. We're obviously sitting in the, a displaced way of a, of a new development. 40 units will be coming on here. How much of this kind of new activity is happening in West Perth? Not enough. So there has been some developments that have tried to get off the ground in the last sort of four years um, and they get development approval or um, you know, there's an announcement that there's going to be something there and then it never goes anywhere. So um, it's refreshing to be here and you know, seeing this, mm. this should be successful. I think it's well on its way. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that which will be great. What's the... Um demographics like because I think of West Perth like you said I think of kind of CBD office mm. area what are the demographics is it mainly professional couples that live around it, here it sounds good you know professional couples close to the city but generally not it's um because it's so affordable now it has shed 40 percent 30 percent it's a mm. lot of first home buyers mm-hmm. heaps heaps of first home buyers with their parents all cautious about buying an apartment yeah. um but then the lifestyle so premium compared to other areas that the apartment you know, make sense at those prices mm-hmm. for first home buyers. And because investors have generally, like six years ago, they left in droves, um, then you get professional couples, you get people that want to be close to the freeway. It's just, it's a whole mix, mm. doctors, nurses. It is a mixed bag in West Perth. Mm. Uh, and then you get the occasional downsizer. So, yeah. The, the occupancy rates for businesses through the area, has that increased again? Yeah, it has. Typically that's going to bring a lot of people to it. it Absolutely. Tumbleweed. It was. So West Perth, I think they said at one point in time, was the worst uh, office market in Australia. Mm -hmm. There was either one in five was for sale or for lease. Mm. And so with that, a lot of the tenants left in droves for the residential properties. Mm. Rents came down. 
uh, and then the prices followed. So it was pretty. It's still surprising because it's it's not like it's not West Perth's like you have to live there mm. to to work there, but it's so close to the city. Parking's easier. Yep. It's quite yeah. surprising. You come up here on the weekend and there's still plenty that's, that's, of cafes. It's it, mad. It is. And, you can, and so you compare that to, say, going to Leaderville mm. and you try and hunt for a parking mm. spot, you can park directly out the front, mm. get your coffee, drive through or have a nice breakfast. So there's, there's heaps in West Perth that people haven't really discovered or bother looking. Do you think that's something that, that even is the, the city council, even the West Perth, I guess, community needs to, to sort of get behind? Because as you're saying that, Richard, I'm going... Like our perception is West Perth mm. you know, after five o'clock, sort of she shut down. Mm. And may, maybe there's an opportunity to, to let people know that it it, it is alive. It has you know yep. there is all these things available. That and, started happening. So a few years ago, West Perth Local was formed, uh, similar to the one they've got in East Perth and um, Highgate. Oh, sorry, not Highgate. Uh, Mount Hawthorne has mm-hmm. one Connect, or whatever mm-hmm. they call them. Um, and that was um, chaired by John Kerry, you know, the local member for Parliament. So he's been um, massive in pushing that and. It is changing. It is happening. Mm. I mean, there's a huge residential population that live here mm. um, and they all go out their door for coffee in the morning. Some just leave the area completely. But mm. if you know, you spend enough time up here, you realise there's plenty here. It's good. Yeah. I mean, John Kerry's obviously come from kind of Mount Lawley, like being local there, and that has that great little hub. So it's good yeah. having someone bringing that, that background mm-hmm. yeah. to bring it through. Beautiful. Any other questions? From- Have you been to Villa Yes since they moved? No. But so Zaffirano's up here now. I'm asking the questions. Oh, sorry. Is it, is this, is this, is it going or what? Have you heard it's going? What's that? I'm putting you on the spot. That's the institution of West Perth. Yeah. And it, you haven't been there? No, it, I've been to Villa Diesta, but it's now Zafirano. Yeah. Isn't it moved? It's gone. I don't know where it is. Well, Zafirano come from, from the old Correct. So where's Villa Diesta? I think they moved on. Shane yeah. had a baby and lost her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You haven't been out in a while. So, so Perugino's is still here? Yes, Perugino's is here. That's West Perth? Yeah. Mayfair Lane. Tell me very quickly, because there's a pocket kind of right next to Leaderville on the other side mm. of the freeway that's West Perth as well, right? Yep, it so is. So do people kind of, how do they... That is a very separate neighbourhood yeah. to here. Yeah. So it's West Perth, but it's more Leaderville, North Perth, mm. and it's a completely different type of um, home. It's crazy yeah. how it fits yeah. in. It is. Like, the city yeah. of Perth does zigzag around it's out there. Car Street. Yeah. yeah. Car Street. Yep. Yeah. So it, it's an interesting little spot. Lots of um, character yeah, houses and terraces yeah. and um, townhouse developments and things like that. It is more that Bull, Bullwood Street sort of vibe than, than what's happening. Definitely. Yeah. Mate, just come back to the office um, commentary you had before, which mm. is obviously really intriguing, from a vacancy rate, one in five a few years back. Where, do you know where the office vacancy rate's at? Or have we seen an influx of buildings, lease signs go up at the moment? What's, what's your I've only on got, the street feel? Yeah, on the street, it's anecdotal just from seeing signboards and yeah. um, some of the bigger leases being taken out. I mean, it's changed, it's better, but I don't know what the stat is. Mm, yeah. You can just see all the signs leased and half stickers I mean, that's on the street. Yeah. Yeah. Seeing what the, on the street, what you feel. Yeah. Interesting. Beautiful. Thanks for that, Rich. Very no interesting. Worries. He's quite knowledgeable. He's quite knowledgeable, yeah. 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 We, we asked him on for no, a reason. I've, I've been up here for 16 years. <laughs> I'm part of the furniture. You're the only person for a while. Yeah. 16 years. Yeah. Yeah. So. God. Yeah. So you're you still based in... Started working out. Claremont. Claremont, yeah. It's, Claremont. it's, really, yeah. it's really about self Do you have an office here? We do. We, we've got an office on um, Outram Street, but that's yep. mainly our property management okay. team. Yeah. So we use I use it as a satellite office to meet clients and pick up and drop stuff off. So it's just, yeah. Oh, Beautiful. Uh, Roscoe? Yeah. It's Rich. on to you. Oh. This is the, yeah. This so, is, mate, this Rich, is... we've talked about real estate. You know the drill. Mm. We've talked real estate and now uh, Ross wants to know what you had for breakfast. Well, I, know, I actually know Richard's dietary sort of program. Mm. Yeah, I do. 
Yeah, I can send you my food plan. Yeah, he, 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 he measures <laughs> by the gram everything he eats. Mostly. Well, that this sounds a bit obsessive. This one looks 18 yeah. and you yeah. don't. <laughs> Shane, that's your cue to jump in, mate. Right, mate, so far, a few few get-to-know-Richard questions. Mm. Career highlight thus far. I did think about this before. So it's tricky. So I I think career highlights would be there's no better feeling than selling a property at auction, and this is not to brown nose whatever, but I truly truly believe the vibe on the day Mm. and the... Nothing better than selling it under the hammer, the sold sticker, the seller's usually stoked, the buyers are happy, you know, it's, it, and it's all in an open public mm, environment. Yeah. So you're doing an offer and acceptance out there in the open yeah. and everyone knows what's going on. Yeah. And it captures the market in your neighbourhood. Yeah. So off the back of that... Is that you backtracking? Huh? Is that you backtracking? <laughs> Never. <laughs> oh, but off the back of that, it would have been a career highlight if my buyer I represented at your auction on Riley Road would have got that. That was almost a highlight for me. Well, yeah, mate, oh, we, we can, it was almost, almost, you, you did help that, that seller achieve a premium, but it was a damn good auction here to was. put it all oh. together. I'm going to yes, make we'll it a move. rule that our guests aren't allowed to brand those rocks anymore. <laughs> yeah. Okay, next one. Um, <laughs> mate, COVID, when COVID eventually is over, we can do some travel, wherever it is, what would be your, I'm going there? I think Japan. So yeah, I haven't done nice. a ski trip to Japan just yet. Yeah, nice. But I was lucky enough before COVID came, we had a family wedding in Portugal. So we spent four weeks over oh, there nice. and I can highly recommend that. Most people tack it on to the end of Spain or, yeah. but to go there for four weeks and have a great time, yeah, nice. highly recommended. But Japan's where it's at for me, oh, skiing. Cool. Now mate, you're a busy man, kids, action, Dietary preparation, planning. Mate, we know you're a busy man, but when you do get a moment, if you watch Netflix, mm. what can you re- recommend now? I think, um, I mean, I, I love Shit's Creek. Yeah. That has been a highlight <laughs> for me. So good. Yeah. How can a man that buys his food watch Shit's Creek? But, but last night I did start watching uh, Shadow Play. Oh, I've heard about this actually. Yeah. I haven't watched it. Okay. It's worth uh, a watch. I think it's only, I'm only one episode in, so I think it's more of a pick coming up, but yeah. it's based in Berlin in 1946, oh, post war. Oh, that'd be so it's quite interesting. Shadows play. Shadow play, yeah. Okay, cool. All right. So, Mate, check it out. Biggest fear. Other than no listings. Yeah. Um, being in the same spot, say, within 10 years. So as you get a bit older, I think if I was 50, because that's the next marker. Mm and not really progressed in my um, career, I would that would be a disaster. Mm-hmm. But on a more lighter side, I'm shit scared of heights. Okay. So Interesting for a guy at six foot five. Yeah. Yeah. So you won't be coming back for the 10 year reunion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, interesting. <laughs> Mate, um, you're busy, it's a busy, like, the world that we live in. What's your decompression chamber? What do you do to... I'd love to say something like I play golf for relaxation. but well, that, you're an ex-professional golfer. Yeah, it's not relaxing. So in all honesty, I would go home, probably unload that on the wife and then I'd take the dog for a walk <laughs> around College Park. You so like what, your wife? Yeah, what do you unload on your wife? Do we well, you know, all the, the work drama that yeah, goes on with okay. the day in real do you, estate. Do you still play golf every week? I, not every week. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm not. Did not you know like, time. I didn't know that, but I think if you're good at anything and then you're not playing well, yeah, it can be yeah. pretty unfair. Yeah. yeah, no, you don't want to. Do you don't go call auctions on the weekend just for the fun of it, do you? No. No. <laughs> yes, never. <you> do. <laughs> <laughs> um, mate, 
we normally ask, this is actually for the benefit of Shane, places to eat. Mm. Is um, In particular, we like to find out the best places to get a nice mm. veal cutlet. Best place to eat in West Perth? And potentially Ooh. it has a, has a veal cutlet. Yeah. Yeah, I would 100% say, and this is a bit of a dark horse, would be Mayfair Lane. Hey, oh, steak. Uh, they do steak. They've Incredible got a pork list. cutlet on the menu at the moment. They've got a fantastic wine list. Mm. And they go above and beyond. I mean, they host wine, champagne, mm. nights, whiskey, Mayfair gin. Mayfair Lane. Yep. Okay. It's a mm. class act. Mm. Okay. Uh, Good call. That's, that, we haven't yeah. heard that yeah. before. No, I've I've been really wanting to try heard it. the wine list is unbelievable. Really? Okay. <sighs> there you go. Thanks, mate. Excellent. No worries. Thanks, Thank Rich. you. Thanks for Thank having me. Thank you very much. Uh, we're into our last segment, which is Play of the Week. And if no one brings me anything, I'm scrapping this segment. Well, I'm sick of it. The only, <laughs> just the only play of the week, Scott, which you mentioned at the beginning of the show. It's got to be Shane. It's got to be Shane with the uh, young Sienna coming to the world. I think that's... Yes, no. That's, appreciate Sam no helping me in the process. Was... Yeah, the wife contributed. She did. She did, mate. She's done really well. She did a good job. She did a play of the week. Yeah. Look, he's the proud doting father. Congratulations. <laughs> good night, Beautiful. All right. We're done. So I'm not scrapping that segment? No. no. Next week, something's going to happen. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Could be controversial. <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe we look for next week, Player of the Week, maybe if there's some moves in the real estate I was going to say, well, I've, like I've got someone yes, moving agencies. Yeah. And of, um, I think that'd be interesting. We might bring movers and shakers in and just Player of the Week. We'll and just then like we could sh- move towards State of Origin. We could play the best agents, have like a starting, like netball, yeah. seven and seven, and see who's coming in and out of the team, yeah. north and south. Like draft work. Like Fantasy League for yeah. real estate. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys right. remember, yeah. did you ever read the paper, Heard on the Terrace, who was moving, yeah. the yeah, whispers? Yeah, yeah. Her, kind of like that. That was good. That yeah. was good. good. All right. On the terrace. The well, ball and the something. Yeah. Tips. <laughs> Call crib. We're very discreet. Tips and tricks. Next time you do profile pics, someone's tips moving, it'll be, tips no one tricks. knows this yet, they've just had profile <laughs> pics. <laughs> <laughs> the things we know, the things uh, we know. She's never um, seen All right, that's it. That's the show. That was good. That was it. That was it. That was good. Uh, thanks once again to the team behind Eclat Palazzo um, and IQIWA for hosting us here today in this beautiful suite. Um, thanks to again to the agents who spoke to us for our Vox Pop, um, who we featured earlier. Um, and thanks to Rich for his time today. Yeah. Thank well. you. No, thanks for having me. I gave him absolutely no preparation and no warnings. So he's he's natural. absolutely nailed natural. it. Yeah, he has. Um, we'll see Cheers. you for the next episode. Thank you. See you guys. Bye. Bye.